Yo, it's Wrath, and I'm making coffee. Uh, this morning, I'm making cold brew iced coffee, and I don't know if you know about this stuff, but it's probably the best thing that anyone's ever made in the entire world. Uh, whoever invented it is a damn genius, because this stuff, like... So you make it at room temperature. There's no heat involved, and uh, the best part about that is that there's no acid at all. So you don't get heartburn. There's none of that acidity. There's no bitterness in the flavor. Uh, more natural sugar and oils come out, and so it's a lot smoother, and it's a lot more naturally sweet. I can drink it black when I make it at home. So I just wanted to uh, talk about that a little bit this morning, I guess, because that is one of the fuels that keeps me going and honestly keeps me a little bit more peppy and positive throughout my day, cold brew iced coffee. So uh, now it is a little more readily available at stores if you want to go buy it. If you want to make it, it's way cheaper and super easy. I will actually teach you right now if that's cool. What you're going to want to do is get two gallon-sized pitchers and go ahead and go get a pour-over coffee maker. You can get them for about $15 or $20. They're kind of globe-shaped, and they usually come with a mesh filter uh, that we're going to use for later. So in the first pitcher, to make a gallon of cold brew, you're going to take a cup and a half of coarsely ground coffee. So you're going to want to have your own coffee grinder for this. And if you don't have one, you can find them relatively cheap, and especially if you're just making cold brew, it doesn't have to be the top of the line or anything because you want coarse grounds anyway. So... Put your cup and a half of coarse grounds in your first gallon pitcher and then add as much water as you can without, um, without totally spilling. Leave about two inches from the top so that you can stir um, in a couple of hours and so that you can also put a lid on it. And you can either leave it out on the counter or you can put it in your fridge for 12 to 24 hours. I usually do 24 hours just to make it as bold as possible. Uh, you can weaken it, but you can't really strengthen it afterwards. Okay, so about halfway through... Uh, what you're going to want to do is take a wooden spoon or something like that to uh, stir up the grounds just to make sure they, uh, they're evenly soaked again so the stuff on the top doesn't get dry and it's not being used. Um, then just continue on for the rest of the process. When it's over, you're going to take it out of the fridge or take it off the counter, take the lid off, and then you're going to start pouring in small batches. Uh, pour your new cold brew into your pour-over coffee maker with the filter in there so that it will filter out your cold brew and leave the grounds there. So after each round, you can kind of press the grounds to get more of the coffee out and then just toss it. Or if you garden, you can compost it or save it and find a local gardener that you can donate it to and they can use it for their compost because that is a great resource. And you'll help somebody and you'll probably make a new friend or something. So that's cool. Your pour-over coffee maker is going to get full or whatever. So uh, dump the grounds, pour that into your new pitcher each time, and then just redo that process until all of the cold brew is filtered out. So once you finish filtering and all of your cold brew is in the second pitcher, now you're going to want to add water up to the gallon mark, uh, just pure water, um, just to make sure that you have your full gallon and to make sure that it's not extremely strong cold brew. Unless that's what you want, you can totally go for it. But I said... This is how to make a gallon, and this is how I make a gallon. So afterwards, I add water. 
Another little less complicated method, if you're just going to drink one cup of cold brew in the morning, what you can do is get a French press coffee maker. Just put the same ratio of grounds to water in your French press. I'll try to figure out the math. And then after that 12 to 24 hours, you can just press that and you'll have cold brew uh, all the same. So you can make a big batch like I used to. I used to make them in five-gallon buckets, and I would make four gallons of cold brew at a time. That's how I did that. That's a great thing. Um, if you are not into making it, I have it for sale, usually for $12 a gallon. So hit me up, and we can make that happen. All right, so I do want to keep this episode kind of short and sweet. Uh, it's already 10 o'clock by the time I started recording this, so I want to make sure it gets out sort of early so that it's still the morning, and you can still wake up and enjoy this coffee that I've made today. So yeah, moving right along, um, I posted a picture on Facebook uh, this weekend, yesterday actually, and I was driving out to a church near Orlando to do some streaming work for them, and I posted a picture of the microphone in my car, and I very potentially could have been recording then, but I didn't because I felt like it was much safer to just drive on the highway than record at this time. But it may be a future episode, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I may be traveling more for work. Um, That is one of the main things that I do. I really enjoy doing stream work for people. If you ever need help with streaming, um, any services, if you have church services or business meetings or concerts or your band wants to do something special, um, I know how to make all the overlays. I can get you professional sound on your stream. I can help you be uh, very engaging. So hit me up. I do live stream concerts. That's, that's my big thing. I've done three this year so far since the quarantine lockdown started, and we've got our fourth one scheduled for November 1st. That's a Sunday. It's going from 2 to probably about 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be on the No Vacancy Media YouTube channel coming live from Dharma Kava Lounge in Largo, uh, which is a great place to get tea. It's a great place to hang out. Uh, a lot of cool people there. You, you will meet some interesting characters, and you will definitely have a good time. So uh, if you want to come out, make sure you're abiding by the current standard rules. Uh, we're always practicing social distancing and wearing masks. So if that is still in effect and you need to do that, make sure you're doing that or just stay home. Uh, the theme is the digital hangover. It is the afternoon after Halloween, so we know you won't be up until the afternoon. So just flip on YouTube. You can set the notifications. Go to the No Vacancy YouTube channel, click subscribe, click the bell icon, and hit all notifications. So when we go live, you will get the notification. And every time we drop a podcast, I will be posting a video of the first five minutes of that podcast to YouTube to entice new listeners. So you will always get a reminder if you're subscribed to the YouTube because that's where we put 99% of our content. All the live stream videos, we're going to do interviews, we're going to be doing a lot more stuff. We're going to do live studio performance videos. So my positive tip this week is to keep balance. And before I even get into that, I'd like to point out how the first thing I talked about cold brew coffee today um, sort of piggybacks on my very first point, which is... Um, just get something done. Um, If you can make cold brew iced coffee, it's a fun little project, especially if you do the big batch kind. You did a project, you sort of feel like you made some art, especially if you can save the compost and you can use it or you can give it to somebody else. You feel very beneficial to yourself and the community around you, so that can give you some uplifting feelings and help out. So this week is find balance and definitely accept change. Acceptance, I have found, is the key to just about everything. I don't want to use the old cliche of you can't control what happens and that you can only control your reaction because there are a lot of instances in which you 
can totally affect what you're doing. And that is definitely one thing you need to look at and uh, examine your own behaviors and change where they need to. But the, the reaction bit of it does draw back to acceptance. Um, accepting what is happening so that you can figure out, first of all, how to emotionally process this. You don't want to go on some crazy emotional roller coaster and not be able to examine why you're experiencing these emotions. Obviously, the emotional process is is important, and it is important to experience these emotions, but it is also important to understand why. So there is still logic behind the emotions and figuring out why you're feeling that and what you need to do to either not do that again or how uh, how to accept that it happened and move on and know already that it's not going to happen again because it's not even a possibility anymore. Finding balance is knowing that there's a duality to everything, all of life. It's both yes and no. Most things are both true and false at the same time. And the reason I say most is because everything is shifting. It's back and forth at all times. So you can't just take one piece of advice and run with it, and that's, that's all you have. All advice will be wrong at some point, and all advice will be right at some point. So you need to know when to apply things and really understand the nuance of things. And obviously, just know that you can't apply the same rule or the same principle to every single situation because that will keep you stuck. You have to understand the, the duality and the constant change that everything is going through. So some more personal stuff. Uh, I recently bought a dresser that I plan on refurbishing and turning into a storage cabinet for art supplies. Um, I just moved into a new house and one of the things that we are very low on is furniture. We have a lot of space to store things, but not a lot of things to store things in. So my idea is to take this dresser and take a few of the drawers out and put cabinets and shelving in while keeping a few of the drawers um, to organize some things. So I'm going to sand it down, paint it, probably put some cabinet doors on it and see how that turns out. So that is another piggybacking point on getting things done. Um, that'll always be one of my biggest things. I know it's really, really hard to start things, but that's why I try to keep busy as much as I can. And I just look forward to doing things. I really look forward to having my new storage cabinet for my art supplies so they're not just sitting around uh, cluttering up my space. One of my biggest goals is to get everything unpacked and put away as soon as possible. Been here for three weeks. Actually, I've been here a full month now. Uh, and so it, I'm really starting to get to the point where I am afraid that I'm going to get comfortable with the boxes laying around. And I, I have had a problem with that um, uh, since I started moving out, uh, just stuff laying around, I'm very comfortable with it. And so I'm trying to break that habit. That's another way to stay positive is staying clean. What I'm trying to do right now is leave every space just a little bit better than I entered it in. Um, right now in my house, that's very easy. So there's always a box or there's always something that could be unpacked or put away. Um, so just one little thing, one dish. We don't have a dishwasher here. I'm actually thankful for that because it keeps uh, the discipline of doing dishes. I don't have the luxury of just throwing it in a dishwasher um, because that's not gonna that's not gonna release any happy chemicals to just flip on a dishwasher. If I physically do the dishes, it feels nice that I've done something. I did something for myself. Now I have clean dishes. My wife's happy with me. So that's a, that's a definite plus. 
So on some behind the scenes, no vacancy stuff, I, uh, one of the artists unfortunately had to drop for this next live stream show, but I do have a finalized lineup and I have some game ideas. Um, last week I introduced that I am creating a Game Boy game. Um, it's going to be released the same day as the show. Uh, that morning it'll be available hopefully for physical purchase as long as I can get the equipment in time. Um, but it will be available for digital download for free. Uh, we'll take donations. Those will go to all the artists, of course. Um, this is going to be a lot of work to make, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm probably not going to post videos of my process just yet because I am still figuring things out, and this is going to be a huge labor of love. But if I decide that this is going to be another venture that I decide to do, make little games or little apps or uh, something like that, I'll definitely start streaming or posting progress videos for future stuff like that. But for right now, it's just a really cool promotional tool that I want to use. So maybe I'll post some progress pictures or some screenshots of the game. Um, but that'll be sort of privately. Uh, maybe I'll set up a Patreon. Uh, you can see some more behind the scenes footage and stuff like that of this. But um, for right now, I'm just going to be uh, describing it vocally. Uh, through the podcast, so that'll be exciting. So right now, we have nine musical acts scheduled and five mini-game ideas. Uh, very, very small games. Uh, they're not going to be very long. It's going to be a short game. But uh, I have five. That's probably where I'll cap it out. This is, this is going to be a really extensive project, so obviously I can't fit everybody else in there. But it's going to be really cool. You're going to be able to walk through the venue. I've already got that figured out. And then you can beat it. And then, uh, I don't know, you'll, you'll, you'll have the satisfaction of beating Halapalooza 2.0 by No Vacancy Media, now a video game company. So that's what we do. We just, we make media. I, I'm into everything. I'm into videos. I'm into audio. I'm into video games. I'm into anything. Um, I'll help you start a podcast. Um, if you ever want to start your own podcast, I have a deal. I will start you up with a logo, with cover art, with a music intro, with a, a dot-com landing page that'll bring you to all the streaming sites. I'll help you put it up on uh, Spotify and all of the different podcast websites and stuff like that. Um, I'll help you get started. Uh, I have a place to record, so if you want to buy monthly blocks for that, I'll make the same type of YouTube videos for you. I'll do all of these kinds of things. Just uh, shoot me an email at recordshaf at gmail.com. So the local business I want to shout out this week has been a friend of mine for a little while and makes some amazing food, Uncle Mince's world-famous seitan. And if you don't know what seitan is, it's a wheat gluten. So if you're gluten intolerant, it's not really uh, going to be up your alley. But it is a meat substitute that the way... Uncle Mince makes it is fantastic for just about anything. He makes thin sliced uh, for like pepperonis and stuff like that for pizza toppings or uh, lunch meat. He makes thicker slices for like cheesesteaks and heroes. Um, he also makes his own tzatziki and uh, cashew cheese sauce, which is just fantastic. Um, you can find it all over. You can pick it up at Vegan International in Tampa, the Dunedin Vegan Deli. Black Radish Grocer in Tampa, and the Jug and Bottle Department in Tampa as well. If you're into pre-made meal plans, uh, there's a company called Rebuilt Meals uh, that will deliver your meals directly to you, and Uncle Mince is now a part of that as well. So just check out Facebook. If you just look up Uncle Mince, M-I-N-C-E, it's the first thing that comes up. You can't miss it. Uh, check out all their stuff. 
we had them at Hallapalooza last year, and that was a great time. Um, I've bought the packs uh, of seitan and gotten the cheese for myself to make cheesesteaks, and it's just absolutely phenomenal. I always have to mention Uncle Mince uh, at some point early on because he's he's come such a long way, and he's done so much for the community, uh, even in the music scene, playing in bands, hosting shows. Um, everything that he has done has been so awesome, and it's so great to see him succeeding in the way that he really deserves. So... Uncle Mince's world-famous seitan. Go check it out on Facebook. Go buy yourself some and make a cheesesteak, and it'll blow your mind. I hope you're awake. I made you coffee. I hope you have a fantastic week. Check out the No Vacancy Media Facebook and the YouTube for more updates throughout the week, and uh, we'll see you next Monday. <laughs>